Hey everyone, what's going on? Happy Tuesday. This is Tachi bringing you the best in media tech and pop culture news. We haven't done a caller you say what in a month of Sundays. That's the segment where listeners call in and I play their call-ins and respond accordingly because I love when listeners call in. So today we have two, Mr. Paul Omani and Barbara KB have called in. So let's play Paul first. Paul has a response to the story on Facebook and whether or not he'll delete it. Let's take a listen. Tasha, it's good to hear you talking about Facebook. And it's good to hear you ask the question, am I thinking of deleting Facebook? I'm not, actually. But I am in favor of deleting Zuckerberg. I believe it's time for him to go. Time for him to be boosted out or to resign. Um, He has led Facebook into these various troubles. And he has been in charge while all the different holes have been dug. So I think... uh, It's time for him to fall on his sword. And uh, let's have a new CEO in Facebook. Tachi, Barbara KB, I am so glad you covered this Netflix release uh, thing for the Cannes Film Festival and just the general thing in uh, any way. I I think this has been going on for a while, though. I mean, it's, it's been a problem for documentaries, short and long. I mean, it's it's always sort of been an issue, isn't it, for those who don't have the access to movie theaters. And as you well know, access to movie theaters has gotten worse and worse and worse over the years um, as more and more um, corporate ownership of movie theaters has happened. Um, I don't know. I'm sort of stuck in the middle here because for me, you know, that movie theater experience is still such a wonderful thing. And that's the best way to see a film in many ways. But gosh, is it really the only way? I don't know. No, oh, the French. Paul and Barbara, I love to hear your voices. So thank you so much for calling in and leaving your thoughts. So Paul, <laughs> I started rolling on the floor laughing when you said I'd like to delete Zuckerberg. I'm sure a lot of people would like to delete him <laughs> from Facebook. And yes, he's. this is not the first snafu. So this is this is not going to happen though. So even though we probably think he's run his course at fa- Facebook as the head and the CEO and it's time for someone else who knows to step up, this is not going to happen. He's not going to step down or they, and they're not going to make him step down. You know, usually they always say to when you don't know things to surround yourselves with people that do know or surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Either these people don't know or they're just damn dumb because the, these things should not keep happening, particularly when we just had this huge privacy thing with Equifax. And you see that that's the indication you need to come clean about whatever's been happening and face your consequences. Don't lie about it or feign ignorance until now. So we'll see what's happening. And you're not alone. There are many people who are not going to delete Facebook, but they are looking hashtag side eye at the platform. And Barbara KB, yes, I find this really interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a paradox of many sides. The fact is, 
the movies are expensive. Uh, anywhere you go around the world, it's quite pricey. Let's take the United States. You are going to spend, if you go in the evening and you have the nerve to want to buy something concessions-wise, which, you know, of course I take my own. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You could be talking about $20 just for yourself, and that's conservatively. Take other people, and you could spend upwards of $100 just to see this first-run film, when you know it's probably going to come out on something like Netflix or some other streaming service down the road. And if you have a a uh, subscription to HBO or Showtime, you know that it's going to be released not too long after on one of those platforms, or you can rent it. So, you know, there are so many people who would prefer to be in the comfort of their own homes rather than to go out to the theater and contend with lines and expensive prices, etc. So that's one thing. It, it takes the choice away from the consumer when you do things like that. But the, you, there is something to be said about the theatrical experience in the theater. It really does feel good to be in a darkened room and now they've got these theaters that have reclining chairs I felt like I was at home I really have to be careful not to go to sleep at one of these things because I will take a a blanket or a a good wrap and then put my feet up and if I'm not careful I'll be out but but there is something to be said about the theatrical experience so I 100% agree with you on that but then We have to evolve, people. This is the way that the industry is going, and the industry only works because of consumers. That's it. You can make films all day long if you like, but if nobody comes to make them, then it's a futile effort. So we have to consider the needs and the wants of the consumer. Even if they did not know they needed this, we were the ones, or the industry was the ones who presented them with options to view in the comfort of their own home, The masses have spoken. They don't want to pay $75 to go see a movie and they would prefer to see it at home some way, shape, or form. Well, thank you both to Paul Omani and Barbara KB for calling in for this episode of Caller You Say What? I'll be back in a few, guys. Cheers. Welcome back, everyone. It's time for a Mediascope Brief. So some of you who know me don't know everything about me. I'm not a fan of a lot of condiments. I can't stand mustard. I hate mayonnaise. I abhor relish. And the worst offender of them all is catsup or ketchup, whatever. Catsup is the worst. Anyway, (laughs) so you can imagine my absolute horror when I saw this story that there are ketchup slices of all the food items. Who would have thought that ketchup would have gotten an overhaul in 2018? So in place of the mainstream artificially flavored bottled condiment that currently is on store shelves, which everybody seems to love, Bose Fine Foods has created a healthier all-natural alternative that seems to be worlds apart from the liquid counterpart. Slice of Sauce, it's called, is described by its founders as a flavor-packed condiment offering a clean label, portable experience, with eight slices per pack. So it's non-GMO, it's gluten-free, and it's all-natural. 
has no artificial flavors, preservatives, and no high fructose corn syrup. It promises a mess-free and portable experience since it needs no refrigeration and boasts a shelf life of up to one year. So they're solid pieces of ketchup and they're not individually packaged. They come separated by cellophane inside a pouch to avoid unnecessary inclusion of plastic. Bowles Fine Foods has launched a Kickstarter campaign to bring Slice of Sauce into production. And so far, they've raised like close to $19,000, surpassing their goal of $15,000, with 24 days more to go for the fundraiser. Hmm. So, since I can't stand ketchup, this does not appeal to me at all. And uh, if you look at the picture, they really look like slices of fruit roll-up so it's like ketchup fruit roll-up I don't know anyway you be the judge would you buy slice of ketchup it seems to me that for there just to be eight slices it would have to be inordinately cheap to warrant that but you know it's not going to be cheap so let me know are you interested are you a ketchup person first of all are you interested in slice of ketchup because regular ketchup is just too messy Let me know what you think. Cheers. Hey everyone, this is Tachi from Mediascope. Now, it's Wednesday, which is one of my favorite days of the week because that's the day I do the full live-streamed Mediascope. You all only get bits and pieces of me over here on these audio apps, which I absolutely love, but you get the full splendor and you get to see me and the peanut gallery and hear my producer, MC Curtis, Tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to be on the pre-show first, where we do the pre-show or the pre-party on Instagram Live. Then we hop on to Facebook Live and Periscope simultaneously, and you get to see all the video, all the pictures, me talking, me talking to MC Curtis, me talking to the peanut gallery, and it's so much fun. I don't know why you wouldn't want to join, so please join me once again It is tonight. 5 p.m. is the pre-show on Instagram Live. 5 p.m. Eastern Time is the pre-show on Instagram Live. Then the full party goes down tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Periscope and Facebook Live. The Facebook saga continues. We're going to be talking about that and some other choice little things. So join me and I can't wait to see you. Cheers.